welcome to episode 172 of the Hooniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. One name. Like Madonna? Superstar. Madonna's like Jeff. Oh, Madonna's like Jeff. <laughs> What's um, Cher like? You are older than her. Uh, no, I'm not. She's like there a million. She looks disgusting. <laughs> um, a, that's mean. A, I didn't mean this be. to be a, a hate on Madonna intro, which is very weird. Uh, that the the second voice you heard is the voice of Zach Clapman. Hey, Zach. This is the sound of my voice. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh, and then the first voice you heard was Jonathan Klein. What's up, Jonathan? Not much. What's you are on? with, what is it, Autocar? Something. Automoblog? Uh, car and auto, blogger? Auto enthusiast? <laughs> auto butts? No. Auto trend. Auto trend, yes. <laughs> Source intercar. Um, so, automobile. So the primary reading for babies who like mobiles. Speaking mm-hmm. of the mobile, mobile. The, the, you mobile. remind me of something of Mobiles? the. Um, mobile. You reminded me of something with the the, the Michael Kang. Do you ever see what's the the British comedian I'm trying to think of, who uh, was the director in Tropic Thunder? Oh, uh, Simon Pegg. Nope. No, 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 no. Um, nope. I know who you're thinking of. Yep. He did uh, the trip, right? They did that movie, The Trip. Yeah, where they He's both really were trying to outdo their Michael Kangs. Yes, this is very funny. It, very like funny. they have different takes on them, and they were both fantastic. Um, so that was something. We would have Someone? very different Michael Kangs in here, and I'm guessing Zach's would be the best. Um, speaking of Zach being the best, you got big news, brother. You know who directed? Oh, the fake director. I was like, the director of Tropic Thunder was big Ben Stiller. Yeah. Anyway, moving back to cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I switched up. Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of it. <laughs> so you switched up Coogan. I wish you would have seen the dead stare. I, it, like, it came up in your brain. You're like, I can't stop it. I did Steve Coogan. Yeah. Steve Coogan. Yep. As, right out. as you said Coming it. out. So Zach sold his Crown Vic. So he yes. sold the Crown Vic Sorry, an hour ahead. ago or a week ago when you listened to They're this. probably still in the parking lot looking at it. They probably are. Uh, we won't say why they're practicing driving. Right. They're, just, they're getting used to it. It's big. They showed up in a Fiat 500A Barth. And oh. so the car they're taking home is twice that size at least. At least. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. Congratulations. It's fantastic. It's gone. It's gone. It's and gone. that means that something else has arrived. Yeah. Is best bro. A kid. <laughs> yeah right, yeah, the, child. Um, kid. We could talk about what you got, you right? We've been baby. talking about no, what we totally you wanted. Can. I bought an E46 M3 for everybody who's going. <gasps> well, you're uh, 2002 Topaz Blue Stick. manual, of course. Um, three speed, ninety-eight thousand. <laughs> yeah, it's got a three on the tree, and you know, it's got a flathead V8. I was, I was talking about Automax <laughs> earlier. It was like the first print I was probably like. You can keep your hands off the stick so they can be other places. Because I, like, I think the first two-speed was American invention. Like, why? Keep your hands on the wheel or in your girl's lap. Exactly. You know, Ooh. take that aspirin out of the way and get in there. Um, um, yeah, I'm stoked. It's, it's uh, black interior. It's got – dude, it has electric seat bolsters, which I didn't even Ooh. know. That, nice. And so that's they just nice, go – They kind of – yeah, they, you know, I can move them to fit my yeah. figure. And um, – it's fun when you oh, get into nice. a car that, that that seems older, you know, like a 2002 seems older these exactly. days. Like the the the, the 14 the, years. The stuff in the center stack will look older. Um but then it has something like that you're like, "Oh wow, this had that back then." Like, exactly. "Oh, that's exactly what it camera. was." I was like, oh, "Okay, probably of course there's electric seats, like Mike Cronvick electric seats." Right. But then it was like, "What's this button? Oh, lumbar. That makes sense." I was like, "What's this one?" I was like, "Oh Ooh. shit. <laughs> electric seat bolsters. I can fix this." And then the, but they the seats do sit a little high. 
back to our discussion earlier. Didn't Harris say that or something like that? Was it Chris Harris who um, told you that? He didn't. He hates the E36, which is basically why I bought a 46. Steering it's, wheels or something like that, right? You, the you angle? can't change the angle for certain years. The steering, the seating position is never quite right. Um, there's this, and then the steering rack is quite slow on the 36. A lot of people have to upgrade to like the Z4 rack. So it's, it's not. But it's also it's not, not proper for drifting. And I like to do the drifting because mm. I'm on Top Gear. He's really fucking good that at is, it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. And that sounds nothing like him. That was That's true. damn near I can't, offensive. I, I need to be around him more to figure out it's tough. Michael Kane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, his name doesn't. Whatever. It's Michael Kane is easier because we all just know to say my cocaine and you do Michael Kane. <laughs> Michael Kane. Uh, so Michael six is that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it's good. Uh, it's real. Ni- you know what my favorite thing about it is right now is that I got it's a in nice it. car. But that too. Um, <laughs> You can take a lady out. I took ladies. I took ladies. Yeah, Uh, yeah, conquered castles. Um, The armrests are both the same height and the same distance, and they're right. They're correct. They're perfect. They're perfect. My clavicles are going to be so happy because six hours in a car, like everything gets all tight and messed up, and this is just you rest them, and you can just cruise. So all all you've done basically with the car is pick it up, and that's about it. That's it. I I drove back from San Diego yesterday. Now, are you going to mess with this at all? Like, Tires and I I mean, said, tires are I, one thing. Angle kids. I wasn't going to, and then last night I ordered shifter bushings. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I'll take that one. In. That you one. Know, oh, next week, SEMA's coming chipped. up. It's got exhaust. Uh, Steve Dynan's wrenching on it right now outside. I, I mean, I read up on all that. Like, you can get power out of it, but you have to put all the money into it. Yeah. Like, you you know, you need a chip intake. You need all that stuff. And then you can get, like, 40 wheel, which is quite a bit, but it takes... Corey, we're all we're things. we're calling you right after the show. Yeah. Oh, he he knows for sure. Um, no, I, I, it needs new rear diff bush or sorry, new rear trailing arm bushings, which I ordered, which are pretty cheap. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh, there's like a shifter bushing kit. Hmm. Uh, I I do not like the shifters a little a little looser than I'd like. And, um, but a short but a short shift kit's three hundred bucks. Nice. Like, I didn't order that because mm. it's three hundred bucks. Okay. So I'm trying to. It's so easy to just jump right in. And buy all the things we've ever, you know. Dude, you need an Alpine head unit. <laughs> yeah. So just trying to like JBLs in the trunk. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the stuff that needs to be done, like the bushings. Danon. Is that, and then is that after how that, that I'll drive it. Name? That's awesome. Yeah, something like I don't know. You plow punked. Plow punked or nothing, man. Um, it does need a stereo, but I don't care who makes it as long as it works. Clarion. Clarion. <laughs> I hope would make it, and they make a nice one. I've I've Clarion. worked with them. Give Zach a call. Um, we gave them a video. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, that's awesome. I'm very happy that you have your car. Uh, you yeah. should take it back to drift school. I'm gonna. I'm totally. That's what I'm right. gonna do. I'm gonna you should to... order another clutch. Already. I mean, I know. <laughs> the clutch is pretty good. Uh, How much but is I am gonna go to the balcony. <laughs> That'll come down the road, but it's that's totally gonna happen. Um, so you're gonna make this into like a daily dr- driver drift thing. Gentle drifter. Gentle drifter. Because you know, I've had I've had that not like a missile. You're not gonna no, cage no, no, no. it. It needs to be. I like the way it looks. I don't. I'm not gonna, you know, cage I want to be able to put people stupid. in it. I don't want to be able to put people. I want to be able to put the seats down and put shit in it. It's. But if I do some preventative maintenance like the cooling system and and some other basic stuff, I can have. The M3 is a daily driven trackable car, and that's yeah. what I want to have, so that I can go get better at driving and keep my skills where they should need to be, and then also drive to work. So I don't. I don't need to like. I'm gonna try to stay away from like coilovers and really stiff sway bars yeah, yeah, to yeah, turn yeah. into like an easily driftable machine. Because I also want it to be closer to the stock vehicles we get access to a lot. Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the things, like on a car like that, as soon as you change 
the suspension and it's a daily driven car you're like first week oh this is awesome second week eh, it's a little stiff third week i fucking hate this mm-hmm. it rides great i love the ride height is awesome i like it. it it would already if i pull up on a parking block now it will hit it and it's stock so if you go lower than that like, need around la hard. no you're just asking for trouble nice very nice well congratulations about time congratulations <laughs> it's about time yeah <laughs> Eight months. Yeah. Now, Jonathan, Damn. you Damn. have been driving tons of shit at, at Automobuff Mo Book. Yep. Um, how is life the, the at Mo the Buff, Buff Book? Book? It's pretty good. Good. Uh, I played with a Grand Sport, which you drove. Yes. Fairly recently. Fun car. That car is stupid it's quick. really good. How is it legal? Yeah, that car is really good. I, I hesitate to say this, but I pulled 1.5G on the street. I think that's what they say them on the street. Wow, that's impressive. So... That's what you were doing. Was I mean, probably I, very legal. I, no, I took it into the, <laughs> I took it into really tight canyons, nice. and I just I mean, it had cup two tires. Yeah, it has on the, it. So you, yours had like the fully loaded. Like, yeah, it was yeah. ninety two thousand dollars. Yeah, that was expensive. Um, but it had the cup two tires. It had the magnet ride, uh, magnetic ride suspension. Manual or auto? Auto. Ugh. Not as bad as you think. No, but no. It, it, I do it know. Hangs. I hate it. it yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't it, like GM's eight speed at all. So it, it hangs. I don't like, like when it. you're shifting. You're like, all right. It just has dumb. Mm. Like it's feel. It sucks too because there is a great eight speed that everybody else uses. Uh, ZF. Right, yeah. and then GM just. I feel like we talk about this once every other podcast. Somehow well, they're going to a ten it. speed. Yeah, which is going to be. It'll so be great. ridiculous. I mean, yeah, yeah. Too many. There's too way many. too many. Back we're in go- my day, we had no, no, five. Going back to three it. on the tree. I mean, the reason it's annoying is because you know that that they'll hit sixty in like second or third because right. they need to minimize the shift time. So then you're like, oh, I have 100, 120 more miles an hour to go until my top speed, and I have seven gears to get there. Right. You know, I mean, I, it'll I, be like, I will it'll be keep like, it in power band, but like as you as you get up to the highway mm-hmm. speed so be like oh we're gonna do that quick dash and then let's back it off of fuel economy go third to ten yeah. but you also lose that enjoyment of like flooring it through a rev range and, right and the different sounds and all the, the thrust right. it's just gonna closer to cvt like obviously these cars will have paddles so well you it'll can... it'll also like step shift yeah so you'll oh, still kind of hear it because i was talking to the um one of the ford guys uh who's doing the raptor Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I'm like, well, how is this logic going to work? And he's like, well, it, it will step shift. You know, it will feel like a six speed or like a, even like a seven speed most of the time. But for fuel economy, when you're just kind of puttering along, it'll it'll do, it'll do, do the ten. Do, yeah, do, 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 so it'll be like a semi truck. It's like one, two, two low, two high, three right. low, three high. So, Pretty much. Um, hmm. Yeah. All right. I mean, it could yeah, be interesting. That Corvette is. Oh. You've uh, watch a grip. I mean, anything else? Anything else uh, that's been exciting? Um, watch me grip. Tenure. Watch me. Yeah, yeah. I was doing that in watch the car. Me grip. <laughs> you drove the Drakken Spider, but was that before? That was a long time ago. All right. Um, that was like just that car before, is so though, much it? fun, huh? Wasn't that like just before you made the jump or no? Um, it was probably like a month. The or leap two. to the big show. Yeah. Um, um, I drove that. the Persang, which Fer- uh, Mattress drove. Mm-hmm. So the 20- that video, that twenty-seven Type thirty-five. That video annoyed me because I told Matt, like, dude, next time you're there, call me because you're, you're the road you're on. Like one of the places you turned around was literally around the corner from my house. <laughs> I'm like, you're in my stomping ground. Like, let me know. I want to just come and like meet this guy and see these cars. I'm like, you are driving on my it's roads like, right now. I think ten minutes away from you. Like Persang. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
um, if I hit traffic, it's 10 minutes away. Yeah. Uh, and, and in the morning, PCH is pretty empty, so it's pretty nice. But that car's fun. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that guy seems like a nut, like in the best, yeah. absolute best the way. The first time he took me out, he was drifting it, and it was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, you met, your, you met your spirit animal. I basically. definitely met my spirit um, animal. Yeah, because he was in your second film for TST, right? Yeah, John yeah. Bothwell, personally. Argentina. Drove the Model T. Yeah. And he just showed, I mean, the story is, you know, he said he wanted to go and we're like, yeah, everybody says that, but here's where we'll be. And he showed up with a Model T with two coolers strapped to it, like a crate of bourbon. One leaked out in the trunk and the car smelled amazing. And he had a 357 Magnum and a bunch of cigars and, you know, they had the, the tools <laughs> to fix like the heaven. thing. And like, he's awesome because he's just, these things, these are cars. They're meant to do these things. No one does it. Right. Everyone babies them. Everyone just dries them off. Like, so right so after drift this Bugatti. So right after I drove it, um, him and, uh, was it Jesse Lang? No. Um, Jesse Combs, Jesse Combs drove yeah. it cross country. Yeah. And then came back and he drove it back. He drove it back. He drove it back. She's like, yeah, that was fun. Well, they, they were part of, uh, I can't remember the name of the rally. If you, if you just look it up, um, not the greatest one. Uh, Crazy Shit Incorporated. Something. It, it's yeah. sponsored by Coker. Okay. Um, so it's, it's like old, it's old yeah, yeah, tiny yeah, yeah, cars, yeah. and it's very like there's a, they have to go the speed limit the right. whole way. It's, it's we're gonna stop at this ghost town. Then yeah. we're gonna stop at this other ghost town. So <laughs> like, when they come back, this because they do it um, cross country going east, and then they do one cross country going west, and they stop in Santa Monica at the end. The Portofino. Uh-uh. Oh. Uh, they actually, the pier, on the pier. Oh, okay. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's, you know, a neat place to stop. Um, that car's dope. Now, we're going to move into stuff that I've been driving, because this week I've been in the Range Rover Sport SVR, and those are three lovely little letters at the end of it. Have you driven it? Yeah. You drove it. Yeah. What did you think of it? <laughs> yeah. Zach, you haven't driven it? Nope. It's, uh, it's, it's a muscle car in Land Rover form. The it's, exhaust is stupid in the best way. It's the original F-Type R's motor because it's not the new F-Type right. SVRs, right. which has 575 horsepower. Yep. This one only has 550. Correct. And it makes glorious sounds and scares the neighbors and scares cats. It makes it makes F-Type R sounds mm-hmm. yeah. in a Land Rover. It's great. It's hilarious. Um, and so zero to sixty is about four and a half seconds. <laughs> Car and driver says like four three. Top speed is limited to one sixty two. Um, recently they pulled the limiter for this thing they did at Bonneville where they had a cyclist ride behind it in the wake of it to like set a, a pedal powered speed. Yeah, the the Range Rover was driven by Shay Holbrook who does some Pirelli world challenge stuff and, uh, and some other things. She's this, this great driver. She must've been so bored. No, she said it was fun because I mean, it's um, a really cool they, removed, idea, they but... pulled the limiter. They, they moved the limiter to 175, and she's like the truck got there with no issues. She like, we want to go back now and, and, pull a limiter and see what the truck can do on its own now oh totally and, and like claim you know fastest suv type thing how fast did the cyclist go that's why i said she's bored. 140 something a bicycle so on a bicycle fast. so the bicycle gets pulled up to 90 and then at 90 it releases gotcha and then she has to stay in the wake and pedal and she pedals it up to 150 huge <laughs> gear it's gearing oh but but like awful. she's this like crazy beastie cyclist where like with the average person <laughs> can do so many revolutions on the bike and her like it they measure it in watts like the power mm-hmm. you can generate and right. the power she can generate is like it's like like if i'm at 400 she's at 4000 like something crazy her but yeah but she wants to go for the record neck. 
the 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 she had the the female record and the male record isn't much higher and they usually do it on longer runs like normally they get eight miles to do it and at Bonneville they only get like five or six or something like that or um it depends so, on the year yeah like yeah. this year I heard that it wasn't that great because yeah. it was it rained out last year right and then this year it kind of rained like like towards the end or something yeah the salt wasn't that great right but they need they just need they want to use the same amount of room that the other people use of course. And they think they can get it but that's incredible a lot of people are like oh she got towed like to 90 but she still pedaled like to, to 140 on a bike yeah. and if she like moved out of the slipstream it would knock her on her ass mm-hmm. badly at 150 um so it was pretty gnarly and then Shay has to just like i'm sure you have a camera like uh, is she back there? Is she back well, there? Well, she has to keep that proximity, right? Not get too far ahead. Why, she, just she just inch, holds inch, the speed and, and yeah. Well, no, but she has to I think there's like a she coach is, yeah, in the car. I think there's a coach in the car being like, right. and there must be some camera where they're like, all right, she's there. She's there. She's, yeah. Right. Keep yeah. going. She's creeping. Okay, keep going. Well, yeah, because if you pull too mile. far, now you fuck the slipstream up. Um, so That's really cool. But yeah, I've been driving this car all week. I got it last Thursday or Friday. Um and I mean, it's awesome. It's a Range Rover. The seats are like are way racier than a normal Range Rover seat. They look like is that better? Because I feel like Range Rover seats are great. Range Rover know? seats are great. So these ones are still surprisingly comfortable for how you they look. I'll show you them when we go down there after. They're the F type seats. Is that what they are? Yeah. Okay. So they're F type seats in a Range Rover. Like the Range Rover, we you and I drove to drift school. Those seats are more comfortable, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But these ones are still surprisingly comfortable. I put 500 miles on the car already. Um, so it's, uh, I mean, it's great. And it's not much like an F type. It's, it's, I feel like it's easy for Land Rovers to rise in cost quickly. Whereas Jag F types surprisingly stay in this range. That's really nice. The mm-hmm. V8 specifically. Um, so this car, when I first got into it, I looked at the Monroni and I was expecting 140, 150 and it's 112. So that, I mean, that feels pretty good. Now that's the base price for the SVR. Um, but I mean, it's pretty well loaded. You could, if you, I went online to see, and I spec'd one out to like 130, but I just was That's throwing shit bad. at it that I didn't need just to see mm. what it would do. Um, and for what it is, cause you compare it to like a Cayenne turbo is, uh, I have actually that number right here. Um, like Cayenne, how, much, how much is that SRT we drove? Like 85, 90 yeah. some. I mean, so well, that, and that's loaded for that because that starts at seven. It was. I mean, that's that's with all the bells and whistles and TVs and stuff. But SRT. Uh, you know, it's, that's cool. That I mean, it, that, that's always the case. Like, do you want to have the nicest Civic or the entry level A3? Right. You know, and, and this is that. Right. But do do you know like how how much stuff does the SVR come with base? Like as far as nav amenities, leather, oh, all, all that, that stuff? shit. I mean, they they wouldn't sell like the base base range rover sport you know we'll have that shit at 60 something thousand dollars 69 so what, or, what options when you went and optioned it up what did what were you picking um, like radar cruise oh like a or? 23 speaker meridian oh, sound system oh, okay, yeah, yeah like radar cruise like okay. like shit like that um like uh, retracting side sills like i was just doing it to see what you could do right like as it sits it, you don't need to do anything i mean i do like a good sound system so maybe i'd throw it but, but i'm sure i'd, I'd pay system, extra for the yeah. that meridian That's system pretty good like it has but, like but 90s, the base sound right? system is a meridian sound system too this was just a bigger one how much was the the 23 speaker though it wasn't as crazy as you'd expect for some of these sound systems like i don't i don't remember it being an insane mm. number um i forget what it was like eight no, it was. I don't less think it was that, that much. I think it's like yeah. forty three. Yeah, something that like sounds that. That's right. A good option. Right, you get that for one sixteen. That'd be no the one twelve. No, yeah, I know, that. I know. No, yeah, I hear you. I hear Dude. you. I'm with you. Um, yeah. And However, 
you could just get an XC90 and get that Bowers and Wilkins system. Yeah, but for like then you're not going to have a 550 bucks. horsepower. No, you don't have that, over. which which sucks. So that's like the okay. Big so Volvo piece needs to put pot. a Polestar engine. Even if into... they did, and they're going to. They keep saying they're actually going to do an XC90 Polestar, but it would still never touch. No. The SVR. It'd be neat. It'd be but like, a, this is neat. It's cool. This is neat. And then well, here's, here's a question I'll pose. Uh, the friend of mine that I brought to the Jeep thing, we were driving up the canyons in the SRT, and she's like, so who is this truck for versus like the Summit? And my thought was people like us who are into driving, we want to have good tactile feedback all the time. Like the steering feel in the SRT is way better than other Jeep products. Definitely. But but. But that the diesel Range Rover we drove, like if I'm going to actually cover long distance a lot, I want that. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. need 550 horsepower. I'm not tracking my right. fucking SUV. Let's be right. real. It's a fun thing. But this is, is it- a very much a California. Let me rip up and down PCH and and let everybody know how loud and shouty my car is. Absolutely. Okay. It's the I mean, it sounds like it has an aftermarket yeah. cost. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it, like like both of them. This one still can it has a weighting depth of thirty three and a half inches. It has hmm. in off road mode. The air suspension is ten inch over ten inches of travel front and rear, so it can still. Wow. It has a little bit less like approach angle because of the front um, fascia, but it still has the full terrain response with an extra place to twist the knob to go into a dynamic like sporty driving mode, which eliminates um, body roll. It it doesn't do the anti roll bars. It's it's. I was gonna say this in the video, which I shoot tomorrow, but it's like nearly a McLaren esque that it uses um, the hydraulic hydraulics salts. to keep the thing flat, like a BMX five M and shit wow. like that. Yeah. So okay. it's. I mean, it's. It, they they did like a thousand hours on the Nurburgring testing this before they released it or something crazy. I mean, if you if like if I lived in a mountainous town where I'm I'm taking B road sometimes, and you want yeah you want yep. that safe feeling that locked down on the road, like that would be a good truck. If you're like a playboy of Aspen, that's mm. I mean, yeah. Have <laughs> Drive to it to your it. house, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's but it's it's fucking great. I'm shooting video of it tomorrow. It's uh, it's really 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 fun vehicle. Um, now moving on to something else I did this weekend. Uh, finally did the the camping, the glamping with the Airstream, and it was parts of this were. Let me start this by saying, the weekend was great. The campsite was beautiful leo carrillo in north malibu beautiful campsite you walk under the highway you're on the beach um the airstream is lovely inside but it was also a bit of a shit show uh so we were supposed to meet the trailer at the campsite at four then they drop it off and they're going to walk you through how to use it because i'm not an rv guy i don't know i mean i know the basics i know what the different water tanks are I don't know this doesn't to, have pop out to open a door right close the door. <laughs> no, no it's, it's, it's just no making scientist. sure like it's plugged in you know which switch how do to i hit. open this cabinet right does it go um, up does it slide so i get a call it was actually originally supposed to be there at 3 30 but we told them we were going to be closer to four they're like oh that's great uh you know i'm uh, this guy i'm hauling it in i get a call as we're, my wife and I are packing up to then go pick up Sloan to then go get on the road to kind of try to beat traffic a little bit, like Friday traffic on the way to Malibu. It's going to suck. Sloan at work? <laughs> Sloan is at like daycare. Same thing. She, she's at work. Um, Man, so she, uh, I get work. a call as we're packing up. Hey, so uh, yeah, I got a flat. I'm going to be like an hour late, 5 o'clock. No problem. We'll just take our time. We'll get up there. Again, it's the beach. Traffic, Enjoy it. Yeah, traffic's going to suck anyway, but we'll get up there, blah, blah, blah. A couple hours after that, I get the call. Hey, uh, yeah, so my transmission just blew. Uh, and I'm 250 miles away. I'm like, and I, I, I kind of lied. I said, like, we're, like, nearly there when we were, like, 
just getting ready to leave because um, it wasn't it wasn't that much later where his trans went um and i'm I'm like we're like we're like nearly there man like i, I got my daughter and my wife like he's like all right well I'm, I'm trying to get in touch with airstream see if i have another truck person in the area who can come get it blah 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 if he's like 250 plus miles away he's out by vegas yeah yeah um you should have no, no, I won't so so then I called the PR person. I'm like, hey, I just got a call from the guy supposed to be delivering this airstream. Um, he says like he might not get there till this point if his transmission works. She's like, okay, great. Let me uh, blah, blah, blah. she's like, so I'll call you back. I'll keep you posted. So I get like a couple hours go by and I get the call. Now we're, we're texting and we're and we're calling with the PR person that um, there's another trucker en route. He's within 50 miles of the Airstream, which sounds crazy to me, but he's going to get it and he should get there by seven. I'm like, seven's fine. Seven's great. The sun will just be going down. Our friends who are meeting us in the campsite probably get there. We'll be getting dinner ready. Sloan will be getting tired, but we can keep her up a little bit late. <clears throat> and uh, How many nights were you going to stay in this thing? Friday night, Saturday night, leave Sunday. Okay. So we get the call. Now we're on the way there and I, my wife is checking my phone. Um, Say like he seems like he'll be closer to eight because he's worried about traffic. That's fine. He can't be later than ten. The campsite closes its gate at ten. All right, all right, all right. So then I get the call back. Like he's got the trailer now, and it's like four hours to ten o'clock. And I'm like, like that's like he he has to go as fast a as you go on the highway. Now. Like in a car. All right, I'll be there in three and a half hours. Yeah, okay, I got you. You can do it. Uh, but I'm like, I mean, he can't towing be an airstream. So I get, the, he, I, we, it's going on later, later. Like Jen took Sloan for a ride at slow speed around the park, the campground, in the car seat um, of the Range Rover, just so she could go to sleep because we were just like, I don't know what to do right now. So then she came back to the campsite. So Sloan's sleeping in the car with the windows cracked a little bit, but like we're sitting right there. It's it's dark now. It's not like she's in a fucking hot car, but she needs to sleep somewhere that is safe. Uh, for a, a 15 month old to be sleeping and our friends there we have a fire going i'm like yeah i'm, I'm gonna need a beer right now i'm like um that'll fix your problem right uh, no it helps it helps a lot <laughs> um so it helps mellow everything out the guy like finally like i i walk up there because he says he's uh 15 minutes away or something like that and it's 9 45 and um so i walk up to the gate and it's like high school kids who work at these state parks you know like fun job if you're a high school kid or maybe like freshman of college or something so what's up bro she's so she's i'm like yeah i'm, Can just, I I'm, buy you I'm waiting we're the ones in spot 12 we're waiting for the airstream he says he's coming here his his ways or his gps says 1002 dude we close at 10 dude it, it was a, a very friendly young lady she's like oh, okay well we'll just walk up towards the gate just so i can be ready i'm like yeah yeah of course of course i'm like i'm sorry i'm ruining your friday night she's like no no it's fine it's like it's impossibly impossibly friendly and like he says it'll be there 10.02, and it's like 10.08 or something like that, which feels like a fucking eternity when you just told this person. So he, I see the lights, blah, this big truck pulls in. I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, hey, man, blah, blah, blah. yeah, I left a barbecue to come here. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you left, but, but I guess thank you for picking up the slack for the other guy. I'm sorry his truck broke, but whatever. Uh, I'm going to hop in with you. We're going to ride to the campsite. He's like, all right. So we go there, and I'm so glad I didn't have to back this trailer in because like there's a trailer parked over here in this other campsite and it's a tight road and there's like somebody's Volkswagen golf parked next to their campsite. And he's like, uh, he's like, you want it right there? And like my neighbors or our, our, our friends who are in our campsite, their Fiat 500 L is also parked in the campsite and the, the airstream is supposed to go next to it. And he's like, 
All right, so we, for everyone uh, listening, I'm just as confused about this layout as right. you are, and I'm watching yeah. Jeff move his hands around. <laughs> so he goes, he goes. All right, I'm going to turn this around. Then he goes, he uh, he turns it around, comes back, and then just nails it in one try. Just fucking backs it right in. He was three inches off the rocks off his truck. It was perfectly lined up into the campsite. It was absolutely. There's a dude who we met when we first got there, who's camping. He was there with his son. He's like, oh, you know, you know, welcome, my son. We try to come here, you know, like once or twice a month. Uh, and uh, he he was drunk at this point. And he comes over. He's like, usually I I get in a chair and I watch people try to park their campers and I fucking laugh my ass off. He's like, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I did like, this, this to my dad. This multiple dude, times. It's great, bro. This dude, it bro. was unreal. So we got it hooked. He got it down. He got it leveled. We put a chalk behind it. I hooked up the electrical and then we got the put the the pack and play in there. Sloan went to sleep. We went back outside. We're like, all right, the airstream's here. Um, so it was nice. The airstream's finally there, you know, just after 10. Uh, so we, we wake up, and it sucked because in the middle of all night long, my dogs, because there was a new place, were sleeping like fucking awful. So I had to take, get up to take them out like three times just because they couldn't relax. You're walking by your daughter hoping you don't wake her up. You're like out this door that's like, it's very loud. The hand is like, click, click, because it's all metal because it's an airstream. And then you come back inside and all right. And finally. in your mind, it's, it's so you, way so loud. So I was stressing too. out yeah. all day about the, the Airstream and my daughter, um, making sure we'd have a place to sleep that night. And then uh, now I sleep like shit because of the dogs. So we wake up. The Airstream was kind of cold last night. And I thought it was because the AC was like pumping or something like that. So I just set it to, to 70. Like this would be a good, perfect temperature. Um, and we go, we're doing, going about our day. We're all planning to go to the beach. And I walk into the trailer because we're going to put the dogs in there while we go to the beach. And it's like, it's hot, it's hot as fuck in there. You know, it's in the, it's in the mid eighties. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I walk over, to try to do the AC. The AC is just not turning on. Like the sun's coming up. It's basically heating that trailer up. The reason it was cool the night before is because it was just it's a giant it's metal. Potato. So it got cold. It's hot out now, or it's warm out now. It was, it was hotter inside than it was outside. Cause it's just sun shining on. It was Alum- lovely. Aluminum outside. transfers heat really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm freaking out trying to figure this out. I'm like, I don't want to ruin, ruin anybody's beach time. So my wife and my buddy's wife take Sloan to the beach, which is half a mile away. My buddy, uh, also named Zach, actually, he stays with me. Going to try to figure this out. We can't figure it out. Figure it, can't figure it out. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just open all the windows on the trailer. Um, so I get one of them open. Another one's stuck, so we stop. I'm fiddling with one trying to get it open. And all of a sudden, behind me, I hear the sound of exploding glass. He, I feel bad that he did it and not me. Cause if I did it, I'm like, whatever, you know, not whatever, but it's, I'm responsible for this. All he did was he pushed down on the handles to open it. And it literally fucking exploded outwards. It was crazy. As soon as I heard the noise, I, I, I could tell what it was right. Away. I'm like, that was definitely exploding glass. And I turn Whoa. around and, and I start laughing and he's like, Holy shit, man. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I've never gotten to say I've broken something this expensive. This is kind of fun for you. And he's, he's, and I'm like trying to like, like seriously, mess dude, with them. don't worry about it. Like, them, yeah. Don't worry about it. And then we go outside and we see the pile of broken glass and there's this one part that's all held together. Cause there's a sticker on it that says warning when it gets hot, the rubber seals on these windows can stick, but just apply pressure and they should open fine. So it says to try to open them, but it also says they stick. And like, we couldn't get any other windows open because they were all sticking. And we obviously weren't going to like, put our backs into it now after blowing the kitchen window out of this thing. Um, so that was fun. So I was sweeping up glass, still couldn't get it cool. Um, 
it was cooler now with some of the windows open. The vent wouldn't open at the top, which was one of the big problems because heat otherwise would have been escaping out of that. Like Why AC couldn't open? work. That's so simple. The vent seemed like it was fucked up. That wouldn't open. Um, so that all sucked. And then eventually the day cools off. We how much is this trailer? How much does it cost? Yeah. It's over a hundred. I don't know the exact price. Um, how big is it? It's the 30 foot classic. Oh, that's pretty big. It's pretty, yeah. it's the biggest, the largest you can have at this campground is like 31 or something like that. Um, it's a, I mean, super cool looking on the outside, super nice on the inside. Um, it, it's weird having that, you know how like sometimes you have a press car that is a, obnoxiously either exotic or expensive, like a Bentley or mm-hmm. a Lamborghini. People are like walking by complimenting it here. Most of the campers are pop tops and, and just regular travel trailers. So everybody's walking by looking at this and talking about like, Oh, that, that airstream is really nice. So it, it looks like rich this, dude. He's also yeah, got well, a like, Range Rover. It's like the Bentley of the campground. Um, yeah, there was a Range Rover part next to it too, but, um, so the, um, $1,000 Range Rover, the, uh, $100,000 camper. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, that Life's isn't tough. working and, and <laughs> um, I mean it is tough when you're worried about your dogs and, and this and that and um, but it just it's weird that none of this shit was working like mm-hmm. everything else worked fine it's really basic stuff too like the a vent roof vent is like they usually feel like they're made out of paper plates well this one did, wasn't just like a simple like hand unscrew it okay it was power Oh. So the thing that unscrews it was just sitting there, rotate, just gotcha. like I tried holding it in, like the, if it was out of the gearing, and it just nothing I did would, would get, get it, it to open. catch and unopen it. And there's no way you can reach it from the top because it's rounded and tall, and um, so it's that part sucked. But the the rest of the weekend, the camping, the campsite was beautiful. Um, Sloan had a great time. We had a great time with our couple friend. The dogs did well the second night. They slept all night, which was great. Um, so it was great. Now we wake up on the final morning on on Sunday. We have breakfast. We're relaxing. We're all packed up. They're packed up. They just have their car. All right. We'll see you back in Huntington. You know, great weekend with you. We'll see you next week or something. We we pack up. We're, our goal is to be out of there by like between nine and ten, and we're packed up. We're ready to hit the road at like nine fifteen, and the PR people know that we're leaving by ten. Is what I told them. And the camper has to be out of there no later than 12 on Sunday. So we leave um, and, you know, we stop, get Starbucks. Randomly, the Starbucks we stopped at in North Malibu on Sunday was this fucking crazy, like, cars and coffee type show. Ferrari F40, Ferrari 275, that, like, one of the most amazing Ferraris I've ever seen. Just tons of cool shit. And I roll through in, like, just trying to get to Starbucks parking with, you know, oppressed cars. People are like, oh, that's your original. Mm. You must be here for the show. I'm like, I just want coffee. I just want to go home. <laughs> but if my family wasn't here, I would absolutely be checking out these amazing cars. Um, so we grab the coffee. We're on the way home. Sloan sleeps the whole drive home. The dogs sleep the whole drive home. Um, it was easy, no traffic. We made it home in like an hour from North Malibu, which is great because it took us way longer than that to get up there. Uh, and I get the call at... Like three thirty, uh, yeah. When are they coming to get your trailer? So I get on the horn with the PR people. I'm like, this thing was supposed to be picked up by noon. She's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let give me the campground's number so I can deal with it, so you don't have to deal with it. That's fine. That yeah. works for me yeah. totally. Not your job, right? So then Monday morning, around ten thirty eleven, I get a call from a truck driver. Hey, it's so and so, a certain truck company. Uh, when are we supposed to come get that Airstream? 
I'm like, you got to be shitting me. I'm like, that was, he, I, he goes, when are we supposed to get that airstream? I go, yesterday at noon. He goes, oh, shit. Well, nobody told me that. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll get on it, man. Blah, 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 blah. So I, I text the PR girl again. I'm like, hey, I just got a call from him. She's like, oh, my God. This was supposed to be handled. Uh, don't worry about it. We've got it. And like, also, like, before that, I, as soon as the window thing happened, I text her. I'm like, hey. This so happened. the AC's not working, and I was trying to get this window. I said it was me. I, this, I'm trying to get this window open, and it just literally exploded. She goes, "It happens." <laughs> she goes, "We know that." I, I, we I, know and about I said, this. "Like, tell me what the window costs." She's like, "Don't worry about it." I'm like, "She's like, just have a good weekend." Like, that, that's like an alpha press launch in the '70s. Like someone calls, like, "Hey, the car won't start." Like, it happens. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's an alpha press launch now. So like, that's true. I, I want to like, right. I want to stress like, the trailer was great. Except as a structural for the, like being. lovely inside if i owned it and i it's possible the ac was user error it's totally possible it was like this touchpad and like i don't know if there's one thing i wasn't doing right but it seemed pretty basic like i set the temperature it should go to the temperature nothing ever kicked on i tried other things that seemed like they should work and it did nothing it's just a giant red power button right, right. on the side no, i know right start no like like no no all no. the other I've stuff had made sense and worked right the windows, if I if you owned it, you'd be like, yeah, it's hot. You, you got to open these like first thing in the morning when the seals are cool or or, or something like that. Um, you know, like we we blow through airstream windows. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so some of those are, and the funny thing is too, before like when I set the loan up, they're like, do you want to drive it or um, just have it delivered? I'm like, oh, let's have it delivered. I, and then part of me was like, oh, I wish I just drove it because I would have had it. We would have got it up there. You know, three thirty four, been set up, ready to go. This and that. And then after I saw the guy park it, I'm like, I'm so glad. That I was didn't, just going to be my question. Yeah. It would have been a, a, an adventure of parking, though. No. Have, like, like, have you ever driven a 30-foot trailer? No, but I, but I could get it there, no problem. I, there's no way I would have got it into the spot. I, I could tow it. I'd be fine with that. I've towed a couple things before. I, I'd be good there. The getting it into the spot, not a fucking chance. I would have been like, excuse me, camping friends. <laughs> Someone Who help? wants to drive this ex-new pickup truck that I'm borrowing and uh, then have a beer with me in the Airstream on, on me? Uh, <laughs> if you just park it. Right. Um, so, and you know, the, the machismo would be like, oh, I'll park that. I'll park that fucker. Yeah. Um, so the weekend... Part of it was a debacle. The other part was lovely. I do want to go camping more. Uh, my wife makes fun of me because I'm not a, like a very outdoorsy type, but I do like doing this stuff. I'll get that after this episode too. Um, so I want to uh, like, if there are other campers out there, I'd love to try them. I'll just take steps to to avoid what happened here this weekend. Um, so, but it was it was very it was a lovely trailer otherwise. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I'm going to write about everything that happened. I'm going to say it was fucking super late. Um, the AC didn't work. I couldn't get the fucking vent open and the window exploded. Other than that, loved it. It had a, so you, most of these trailers have shower bathroom as the same thing. You know, you just kind of, the water drains on the floor. They, they were separate, separate Ooh. shower, separate toilet. And the bathroom, the toilet was, it was fucking huge. Nice. Like you could sit down on the shitter and like stretch your legs out. And like hey. stand up and have full headroom. Um, it was that was really that impressive. I did not shit in the trailer though. I did piss in it, and I did take a shower just John, to test write, it. Write this down. I did no, take a shower just to test the shower, but the water wouldn't get warm. But Cold it was a shower, nice shower with a seat. No poop. You, could, you know, no poop. <laughs> um, so mm. otherwise, lovely, lovely trailer, minus the fucking horseshit that happened. 
Um, I was up at Sonoma like two years ago, and one of the people I know up there um, has he has an Airstream, but he has like a motorized one, the kind you drive, and he brings it to Burning Man and, and Sprinter or GMC van based. Mercedes Sprinter. I think GMC van based. So this, like the this, smallest one. No, this is old. This is maybe it's not an Airstream, but it's it's an aluminum aluminum skinned oh like motorhome. And oh, it's it looked, like those old buses. It's like an old bus, but it looks like an Airstream. It, Interesting. You know, it looks very Airstream shaped. Huh. Like everything about it looks like an Airstream. But I wonder if he made an old bus look like an Airstream. No, you could actually no, get them. This yeah. guy didn't make this one. He bought it. it it's like from the like 70s, 70s rock 80s. band. Yeah, band. but not that. You know the old yeah. like old school school buses you see yeah. around here? Yeah. Kind of like that, but yeah. like aluminum. I'll, right. I'll okay. find a picture of it. But uh, yeah, and, you know, it had like the roof mounted air conditioner and all that stuff. And we're looking around and it's cool. Oh, yeah, wood paneling, like original Wood, wood before wood vinyl paneling. Like, yeah. Mm. They had wood and lights. And then we just keep seeing, like, these yellow jackets. And we're like, what's going on oh, with that? Shit. He's like, yeah, they've, mm. they've been around. I don't know. And it's getting warm in the trailer. It's getting warm. And he, like, you know, turns the switches and turns on the AC. And all of a sudden we see, like, a bunch more yellow oh, jackets fly Oh, shit. Out. Like, yellow nope. jackets had made a nest. Not in, in the thing, because I would have freaked out and the story would be totally different. But it was just around the entire RV. So like, they get in the van. Too. They made a nest. Like underneath the air conditioning unit between that and the roof. Oh, so were as soon not, as you turned it on, it vibrated them. Out. Right, and they they got out. They weren't able to get in the the RV at all. Well, but it was God. just like this is a different day. I'm out of here. Right, <laughs> you enjoy this task. Yep. Hey, good luck with all this. Yeah, yeah, have fun. Have fun. Um, so that story actually took up longer than I thought it would. So I'm going to move on to uh, our questions for the evening. Okay. Um, so yeah, because the other two bullet points aren't that exciting anyway. Um, so we're going to start with Patreon because, like, you know, they're the best ones. <clears throat> All right, Patreon questions. Patrick Mills, as someone who bought a truck with the intention of learning to wrench, can you share a bit of what you've learned so far? What tools have you found to be essential and what mistakes, if any, <laughs> if any, have you made that someone else learning might avoid? Uh, yeah, so it's been a, a journey of exploration. Uh, it's been fun. I've learned, you know, how to set timing and, and uh just change shit in the engine that I never would have thought. And this is all external shit. I haven't really taken a deep dive into the, like taking the heads off and stuff like that, but distributor plugs, plug wires, um, you know, the, the cooling fan changed a radiator, stuff like that. Um, done some steering column stuff a few times, obviously. Um, what tool? I mean, it's an old truck, so the only tools you need are fucking hand tools. Nine-sixteenths wrench, half-inch wrench. Yeah, that's, yep. I, literally, <laughs> I use those two so much. And I've what I've done, what I've learned is to get rid of the just the regular box wrenches and move to ratcheting wrenches because they make your life easier. Those didn't exist in high school, and we always were like, man, if they could make, if they could combine, it was like a dream. And then you know, turn twenty-three, and we're like, oh, it's <laughs> someone did it! Yeah. The unicorn of wrenches. Um, yeah, they're they're great. I mean, I just bought Harbor Freight ones. Like, I have nice Craftsman hands tools, but uh, I. I just always wind up grabbing my Harbor Freight ones just because who gives a shit right the there. level of wrenching I'm doing. Um, maybe someday I'll get that big, you know, Matco toolbox, but not not right now. Um, what mistakes? Um, I don't know. I don't know because as you go, I can't think of anything specific. Well, you're learning one it. very Exactly, because you're learning. That's the thing. Um, the funny mistake was when I was told how to set the timing on the truck was to point it was point the uh you know the number one plug or point the distributor towards the number one plug wire and i pointed it at the number one cylinder and i was basically like 180 out and the first time i went to start the truck was like this big flame i was like oh shit and then somebody like came picked up the distributors like flipped it around popped it in the engine's like did you i was like oh Um, no more fire right so you know things like that i'm learning 
I'm learning that if something keeps breaking, something else is wrong, which is what I'm dealing with with the steering. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what that something else is yet. You're Could learning to diagnose things. Box. Yeah, learning to diagnose. That's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, even one day I was really proud of this. when I, After I d- put in the new the, the looms for the wires so they look nice and neat, uh, I was driving the truck. It sounded a little off, and, I, and then all of a sudden it sounded really bad and was popping. I'm like... I wonder if one of the plug wires isn't on all the way. And I pulled off and that was it. I'm like, I'm a fucking mechanic now. I am, an, I am a mechanic. Uh, I'm going so, to Formula One I was like, let me right pop now. that on. And the truck's like, boom, just settled into a nice idle. And uh, so that was funny. So It's I, always great when you fix something for the first time. You're it, like, yes! Well, the, if I, like I, a so man! If I go out on a weekend and say, all right, Jen, I'm going to go do this on the truck. How long is it going to take? I'm like, pfft. Ten hours. Fuck if I know. Mm-hmm. Like, or if I say, like, oh, it's going to be this long. It's going to take way longer. So if I come in earlier, she, she's either like, she looks at me. She like pauses. She's like, it's either gone awful <laughs> or like surprisingly good. And it's been 50-50 on both of those. But it's been pretty fun. Ken Meddy, do you guys think the future of dual clutch transmissions and CATs will move towards offering a simulated stick shift configuration, such as a shifter and clutch pedal? detached from anything but is able to simulate the feedback and sensation of a menu car almost like a racing similar chair on an xbox or pc no because why less people will care um, yeah. less people are driving manuals less people will care i don't think so and i think to simulate that means electric motors and then if you have a pedal with an electric motor that has to resist you all the time it's more gonna weight, break more complexity yeah. yeah nope but essentially just you're faking it right it's like why even bother at right. that point just, well you, some fake boobs are quite good <laughs> <laughs> But they don't have to actuate anything, right? That's well, true. I mean, you could. I mean, passive, you can they, oh, they passive actuate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, this is uh, Igor Gulevsky. <laughs> that was classy. That was we, classy. We, were, we didn't go. Anyone under twelve we, will not understand that joke. Igor Gulevsky, do you guys think it's a good idea to get a sub ten thousand dollar first gen S two thousand as a second car for a college student, or are there other options that are rear wheel drive and manual? Having AC is a must, and I have a fair bit of wrenching experience, but I'm not looking to have a car that I have break every month so i'm assuming this would be like your fun car if you're because you're, you're like second car for a college student when i hear college student you should just have one car <laughs> I'm, i was thinking that you're like man like yeah, who I'm has jealous. two cars you rich Good fucking college student. like yeah i didn't well, have any car you know some, some people work a lot and I mean, that's you could true also your primary car could easily be a two thousand dollar crown vic totally yeah. a weekend you know whatever and plenty of people have more expensive cars absolutely than that. so but, a fun sub ten thousand dollar rear wheel drive is, is that where S2000s are? I don't are? think I they no are. Pretty they beat are. one. I mean, it's yeah. first gen. 200,000 mile If this dude can wrench, though, yeah. um, I mean, if, if, he can li- if he can find a gem, I mean, why not? It's the, the thing about an S2000, if you've never driven one, you have to be into it all the time. Or it's, I don't, it's not boring, but it's pretty gutless until you're spinning the shit 9, out of it. 9,000 RPM. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's fun, but it's, it's, a Miata is, could be more fun. Um, S2000 is a little less bigger. Money. Yeah, there's a there's a guy who has a YouTube channel. His name's Zent Rose, Z E N T Rose, and he he flips cars. He he does like stock investing. He's like 21, but he he's like an, he's an engineer, so he he approaches things from a very methodical um, point of view. And he bought a yellow S2000 Club Sport or whatever it is, Club Racer, and it had all these little things wrong with it, like the headlights were all fogged up and the uh, like the cup holder spring tray was broken like all this little shit and he just got a steam cleaner and cleaned that cup holder spring and it was fine and he he went around the car and did like you know a buff on this and clean the windshield here like this guy could easily do that and he bought this club sport for 
you know, six grand under what a good one right. is worth and then was able to flip it. So you could probably get a $9,000 S2000 that's going to be a little haggard, but if it's things you can actually fix, not right. like body panels that are messed yeah, yeah. up, you know, or you, drive you, you might be able to drive it. Right. You might be able to drive it for free for a while. Right. Yeah, pretty no, good. That's a good point. Uh, Jake Schlossberg, I drive a 2013 Hyundai Elantra. bought it new for around 23 grand. This is my first car, and I got it before I was really into cars. I want something new now, not necessarily new, though. What? Oh, sorry. Mike was low. Thank you. I want something new now, not necessarily new, though. Whenever I drive it, it irritates me. It's boring. It's slow, and the road noise drives me crazy. I really have a hard time getting rid of it, though, since I bought it new. The KBB value is around 10000 now. I'm 6'6", and I have a hard time fitting in a lot of cars. I've never driven a manual, but do I have a f- fan? Is it Fanatec or Fanatic? I think it's Fanatec. Fanatec. Okay, I've heard both. Uh, Fanatec wheel stick for Forza, so I do understand the concept. going to tell you right away, it's very different. Could you guys give me some cars to look into that I may fit in a manual and will be fun to drive around the 15,000 range? was thinking maybe a used Focus ST or something like that. Also, heel tolling Mm. with large feet. I wear a 17 or 18, depending on the brand. Would my foot Mm. size get in the way? Thanks. No, you just mash both pedals at the same time. Boom. Um, So, yes, you're going to have a very difficult time heel towing. Uh, you're also going to have well, a... you can just do the roll method and you should be fine. If you, especially if your feet are wide, you might be really good at roll at the roll method. You're just not going to get that whole like Ayrton Senna, Japanese drifter, heel toe bent way over where it looks cool. Like it's easier I like to just, the roll methods easier. Yeah, though. it's way easier. The, the, your height makes this tricky. Very tricky. Focus ST seats aren't that great if, for well, larger you, individuals. If you can get the non Recaros. Yeah. That's but, they, but that then headroom it, isn't spectacular in that. No, car. it's not. Um mm. this is an interesting one. We might need to to put this out to the, the, the greater even though put we're a, in a so called six six. That's tall. How tall is Musto? Uh, six four, four and a half. You know, Thad six five. I mean, Thad six five, and he drove a Fiesta ST comfortably. That's a good point. He's like fourteen, so yeah. he's got big yeah, he's old. And he had the Recaros, didn't he? Yep. Mm. I see. I hate those seats in Chris's car. I can't. I hate them too. Too tight for me. No. Um. Hmm. I mean, they they pack in like. I mean, Thad's bigger. Than I always both feel you guys. like yeah. for the Focus ST, Fiesta ST, and like Focus RS, I always feel like I'm sitting on the seats rather than in the seats. That's, I yeah. hate that. That's yep. Yep. I know what you mean. They're, they're thick for some reason. I mean, he they could, don't go low enough. If you could find, he could find a fifteen thousand dollar vet though. But I mean, that's this would basically be now your second car. That's a hell of an C-Van. aggressive second car. I mean, Matt C5? To, to fit in that though, Matt Matt He's, had to like take the seat yeah, out and get to, new seat rails and drop it down. And he had to do it. Had B, he had to have BBI move it more with like custom brackets. Really? Yep. So this dude would have to get a race seat with custom rails. Really? And, yeah. Jeez. There's not. There's less room in there than you expect. Um, this is a really tough one. Yeah. Like this is a really mm-hmm. tough combination of things. I think any four door car or two door two plus two will have more room to lean back and scoot back. I was like just a, thinking like, a GTO. like WRX. You do a WRX Z thirty one three hundred ZX with the T tops removed. I mean, like yeah, actually, I fit in that car fine. It's like if you sell weed in nineteen ninety four. I love yeah. that car. Um, if you're still listening to, Lip I would Biscuit, like to consider this question. Of mud. I listened to Lebisga last week. I think we purpose. should. Uh, I'm going to consider this question phone. a little bit longer, <laughs> just because I feel like we're never going to come to a proper answer on this one. Uh, Nate Skinner. Yeah. Now Zach has to keep the Crown Vic because they put it in Forza. Speaking of which, why exactly is the car pack called the Smoking Tire Car Pack? Huh? Well, because it's 
by the, the smoking, smoking tire. We, we picked all these cars. Last they did this on Forza Two, and that was more of like a partnership where they wanted to put our name on it, but they chose the cars, and that was still rad. We're like, are you serious? And then this time they said, you guys are gonna have cars. a car pack. You guys pick the cars. And Matt was writing down the list where Jeff is sitting, and I was like joking, like, Crown Vic in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, did it. There's a follow-up question, like why no Fox body, the Aston, the C5, Millie Mile Lexus? Um, I so. think we did. They, it we, says they did a Crown Vic only race today, though. We, <laughs> <laughs> yes. We, we didn't want to only do cars we own. I think that was. Oh, see, was I like, would have been selfish and done it that way. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of us are more narcissistic than others. Totally. We wanted, like. Oh well, if we can have anything like we'd have a Pagani Zonda, we would have a P1, you know. And right. I would totally buy a Crown Vic again and put fucking Baja <laughs> suspension on or something. Yeah, stupid. so yeah. it's there's a guy that did that. I can't remember his uh, his Instagram name, but he jumps that thing. So uh, that's the answer. Joshua Jund, if you could only drive one type of transmission for the rest of your life, would it be manual or a great auto? I mean, that's that's a good question because I I'm, I want to shout out oh manual of course, but as you get older. You know, Are we counting DCT auto, right? Like, he's saying PDK, ZF. Okay. So any like anything. I mean, I love manual gearboxes, but if I had to drive one for the rest of my life, I mean, I might pick a really good automatic. I hate to say it. I'd pick PDK, and then I would put a taller shifter on it so I could feel like it's sequential. Yeah, I like if that I want answer. To and, oh. and put like put good gear noise in it. Exactly. Um, Ken Meddy, what is your best oh shit driving save? Like correcting it at the last second to avoid a tree or animal, a time when you had to call on all ten tenths. Mine are all back in high school and college. Mine are all the result of a bad decision yeah. and fixing the bad decision. Mine happened in a challenger. Which challenger? The latest one. Oh, like SRT or Scat Pack or V six. Oh really? Why would you do? Uh it was on the twenty on the twenty inch rims and I came into a corner. A little bit too hot, and it just started plowing, just straight for a ravine, and <laughs> just like it was one of those moments, where like you freeze up, you're like, shit, everything is going wrong. This is not gonna be going well. And at the last second, it was just I did a little bit of gas and let off the brake and just willed this fucking Challenger <laughs> to go around the goddamn turn, and it still kind of like hopped up onto the curb like with one wheel and i just kind of brought it back down i was like oh thank god jeez uh you go yeah, like a straight sound. curb i don't think you should say this on the air actually <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you should talk about this at all um no car was fine i was fine everything was fine it just was one of those uh oh oh very close oh crap i i had to do i'll do it quick it was uh driving back from skiing in college at jetta glx vr6 97 and i'm with my friend and I go to pass a semi-truck. This is on Highway 6 in Colorado, which is a two-lane road for most of it, but it has passing sections. It's like a really good B road. But it's also heavily trafficked because the 70 gets backed up. And there's a long right-hand sweeper that you can see across. And I started to pass. There are two semis. And I'm also driving like the way I used to when I was 22. And I'm passing this semi-truck. And as I come around the right-hand sweeper, my visibility is blocked by the other truck. And as we come around, coming around the corner, coming towards us is another semi truck. And it was, I was, I had already passed the gap between the two trucks and was next to the second one. And it was like full brake and then peripheral vision, just brake off brake, jerk the wheel right, duck into the spot between the two (laughs) semi trucks. And then Drew was not happy. We get to the stop (laughs) sign, the stoplight, all the like miles later, we get to the stop sign at the end where the, whatever, the 395 meets. And we're parked there and just, Still, like, you know, a lot of rattled going, definitely rattled. And this, the guy in the truck that I passed and then got in front of 
he's like in the lane in my right about three car lengths up he stops his truck he opens the door he gets out and he just points at me for like 12 seconds straight (laughs) just like doesn't move doesn't say anything just points at me it was chilling yeah. And he gets back in the truck. I'm like, he's right. Drew's well, right. Because his pants are full of Everyone's shit right. now. Like, literal shit. He shit his pants. Yeah, I mean, he. I don't know if he had to break, but he, he would have totally mashed us and turned us into a sandwich. I mean, it was it was not smart. Was Mine scary. was in my 87. I This one that sticks out the most, I was in my 87 uh, Prelude, and which was my first car, and <laughs> driving this one road going from Revere into Winthrop, Massachusetts. It drives along the beach, but there's this side, like, B road where you can duck down there to do some turn into some streets in the area because the beach road doesn't let you access those streets but then it joins back up right before you get into my town and i'm like kind of like kind of like racing my other high school buddy like back to winthrop and he goes on the beach road so i duck down onto that side road to try to gun it and get past him he had like an eclipse or something and as i get down on that side road somebody is coming out of one of the access roads and it's not a wide road so i go hard on the brakes downshift like one gear two gear tuck around him tuck around him and keep going and i didn't say anything i didn't and then uh my passenger didn't realize how shitty of a situation it was he goes oh that was pretty sweet and we just keep going i'm like and but inside i'm like (laughs) (laughs) it was really really bad the other the 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 other one that sticks out is when i had my my 85 300zx in college it was starting to snow this was uh in rhode island i went to university of rhode island and I'm driving back to on cam- off-campus housing, and I'm, I kind of leave the pack a little bit because I was the first one at the light. So you go straight, and then you take a right, and it's a long downhill. And I get towards the bottom of the downhill, and my car spins. Like, I didn't have winter tires. I didn't know shit about winter tires then. So now I'm at the bottom of the hill. There's nowhere to turn around. I'm backwards, and I can see the headlights from everybody else starting to come around the thing. So I, so I think to myself, you know what? It's technically a front-wheel drive car. And I put it in reverse and drove to the next area where I could turn around, whipped it around, and then kept going. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's yeah. awesome. That one was fun. Um, so on to Twitter questions. Blake Z. Wrong asks, will I ever learn to love again? And I believe you will. Um, <laughs> Kevin S., LF9Body, at LF9Body. According to the jo- – oh, no, he was answering Blake. Never mind. Um, J Doms at Nostradoms. Any experience with motorcycles? Don't think I've ever heard you mention anything about them. Nope, no experience. The two people here have plenty of experience, <laughs> which you've all explored. Um, yeah, you've all see. heard the stories. I'm testing a new bike right now. Um, what are you testing? Uh, Yamaha FC10. It has their cross-plane uh, four-cylinder engine. Interesting. It sounds it's like the GT350 of bikes. It honestly sounds. Did you have the 650S, that yellow one with the sports exhaust? Uh, no. Oh, well, it sounds like that. Okay. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Swagger. It, it, it honestly sounds like the Like a McLaren. 650 yeah. V-Twin? That's sweet. Uh, at the Swagger. Should I buy the new... No, no, no not the V-Twin. The McLaren. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. Yep. I knew, which, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Uh, should I buy the new Civic Hatch Sport with the manual when it comes out? I want to spend under 25K, and the pedal box of the Fiesta ST is a deal breaker. I mean, sure. I think that's probably going to be a good mm. car. The you turbo had the, engine, you had the green man. one too, right? Yeah. We did too. Like right after you, like I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah. I, saw, I emailed Honda, like, can I have that too? It was I cool. Like that car. It was cool. Um, me too, me too. This is a good question. Uh, Team Radar Love at Midnight Derifto. Would you rather one one hundred thousand dollar car, two fifty thousand dollar cars, four twenty five thousand dollar cars, or fifty two thousand dollar cars in the moon truck? Um, used market or new market? i would assume used um so i would go with four twenty five thousand dollar cars i think i could fifty two thousand i think cars. i could do a pretty good 
fleet with four twenty-five thousand dollars cars. I would so, do yeah. the, I would do the fifty only if I had like open space like dirtfish. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Land. yeah. Like yeah. run your own new spec series of yeah, bullshit. It'd be great. Because um, there's, I mean, you could find some fun things for two thousand bucks. <laughs> Even um, if you don't find something fun for two thousand bucks, right. anything for two thousand bucks yeah, with just dirt, beat the shit out of amazing. it. Amazing, right? That's true. If you don't care about it, it's awesome. Greg Pallet at the Real Greg Nine sixty eight Mustang or sixty eight Camaro. Uh, both are pretty cool, but I'm going with sixty eight Mustang personally. Mustang I think it looks fast back. I assume. Yep. And you want the sixty nine Camaro? Uh, I want the sixty eight Camaro. So I'm going with Mustang there. Would you rather have the notch from like sixty five? No, no, I would, it would have to be fastback, but I think the Camaro is one of the best shapes ever made. It's just mm-hmm. I've, I've just seen it too much, but if I took my brain out of the world I live in where everything is a pro touring Camaro, I think the shape to me is just it's just a sexier, classic Italian, you know, nice hips and stuff. Interesting. That's so hard, though. Uh, Mustang for me, no question. Easy. Camaro. I don't know. Split room. Brandon Maxwell at BMAX3242. What's Sloan's first car going to be? The, tr- the Wombat, because it'll probably be done by then. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe. Uh, the new... Uh, Gilber- sure, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Gilberto's yeah, Taco Shop at Car Guys Shirts. The new Infinity Q60. Any good or too much mouth chrome? I mean, everything I'm reading is that it's pretty darn good. And I'm only thinking specifically of the Red Sport 400. I haven't read yeah. anything else um, or don't care to. Um uh, another question from Car Guy Shirts. Is a radar detector worth it nowadays or just a lost cause because of false radar alarms detector. and false Definitely alarms? Definitely worth it. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and they, all the technology it, now helps it. filter a lot of that shit out, actually. They're getting do really it. smart about doing buy that. It. The K40 we're testing, they specifically wanted us to test it because I, I never get false hits on that thing on the highway. It's fucking great. Um, another one, Car Guy Shirts. What's the cheapest, safest, or best way to find the limits of grip and understand the handling balance of my new car? Not by driving it on the street like Klein, but by mm. take. It's honestly, it's the track. Like sometimes, some people will say, um, "So the safest and the best of the track. The cheapest is an empty parking lot." I will actually, I'll say autocross because <laughs> autocross. autocross is low risk, but you get the same dynamic feedback as a track. It's yeah. just a lower speed, but yep. you'll understand understeer, oversteer, and you just hit cones. Yep, absolutely. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, Brendan, Brendan McAleer at Brendan underscore McAleer. Great writer from Canada. How badly do you want to drive that V8 ND on a scale from do want to drowning in your own drool? I mean, it's pretty high. That's the, we talk about the flying me all the way. We just drove it. Yeah. Yeah. Was it awesome? I didn't drive it. Someone else did, but they said it was amazing. I I mean, how could it not be those? And those guys know exactly what they're doing. 525 horsepower. (laughs) Matt, Matt drove it and said it was excellent like fit and finish is good it's powerful there's no traction control but if you roll on the gas it teaches you you know to manage it and it'll put keeps putting power down and if you whack it it'll like wheel spin in third fourth i think it sounds it chirps the wheels in oh sure but if you if you just romp it while in third so uh i thought it was like a mazda cobra a little bit you know nice i like it be fun i like it uh efren oliveris at racer efren does buying a four-door sedan make me a responsible parent or am i slowly dying inside i bought i bought a crossover dude it depends on what type of four-door right yeah absolutely there's a hellcat you could buy a chevy ss i mean you could uh i think the m3s look better in sedan form than uh they drive better too yeah i can see that because the b pillar Mm -hmm. so some generations are rad uh, at Car Guys Shirts, what's the most hooligan new car out there in stock in stock trim? Vantage, Fiesta ST, Raptor, Focus RS, GT500, Z06, Huracan, and then he wrote Rugged Ridge. Uh, rugged, that's funny. That's mm. not stock, though. Um, also, GT500 doesn't most exist. Most hooligan mm-hmm. new car out there in stock trim, I mean, I'd have to 
imagine it's the Focus RS just because it's the only one out of that list. Drift mode. Yeah. Uh, no drift. Uh, I don't know if we so talked if you about have a this. Car- I, I drove the Focus RS and drift. I tried drift mode out. Granted, it had Cup Two tires on it, which is stupid for drifting. However, it's more sliding with style than it's actually drifting. We've all drifted cars, and we know what drifting cars feels like. Right. So this, and it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. So, so if you know how to, not, so if you know how to do it, does it make it feel really fucking weird? Yeah, it it, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, um, I. It feels I, like your all wheel drive system is broken. Yeah, <laughs> and it feels like you just have really shitty tires on an all wheel drive. So then and maybe you're just the, clutch um, kicking the fuck. Out I would. I could argue. Which I. Did. I think I could make an argument for the rap, the new Raptor being more hooligan than the Z06, just because you could do so much like mm, it doesn't yeah. matter the terrain the weather the this mm-hmm. the that it's it's meant for i, th- I feel like off-roading is more playful like yeah the z06 is focused track car right it's supercar lap time yep it's got like the g meter and the raptor's like you want to jump it let's go jump. Let's, jump it. let's do it you know let's run into curbs cruising dunes right um uh adrian Polito at adrian underscore marco what will happen first the challenger being phased out or rebranded as a cuda or chevy redesigning the camaro with second gen inspiration I mean, I actually would kind of like to see it with second-gen inspiration just because it would get smaller, maybe. That'd be um, nice. They'll never rebrand it as a Cuda because that brand is dead. Um, I can see it being phased out. I mean, they might bring one, but it, it's fucking sacrilegious. There's a rumor a There's Cuda. a rumor going around that yeah. they're bringing back the Cuda nameplate. Well, that's stupid because uh, <laughs> they don't make Plymouth anymore, so it's stupid. Hey, Scat pack is all I'm saying. Uh, Robert Reed at Bobby Reed. 7-8 Boxster, PDK or stick, S or no S? I mean, I think you definitely go S here, right? And then yeah. uh, I don't think you can go wrong with either gearbox because the PDK is that good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It's the one of the few cars where we say that, too. Which, which car? 911? 718 Boxster. Oh, I haven't driven either one. So I, I, from what I've heard, the S is the way to go. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's like a bigger turbo. It's a significant change, right? I think it's the variable geometry turbo. Yeah, that's good. From the 911. So but don't quote talking. me on that one. Um, all right, we're going to move on to our Facebook questions here. They're the worst. <sighs> no, they're the most. Well, they're usually. last. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Jake Elwood. Now that Zach seems to be a regular on the podcast, will he be attending CTSV driving school? That's a good throwback question that's right very there. Good. Also, what's the best way to check for project vehicle updates so I don't have to bug you about the Hoon Truck, Lemons, Ranchero, and Wombat? Um, ask us on Facebook. Uh, keep asking on, on the, in here on the stuff. during podcast questions because well, you remind what us. What if you made a website where you posted like, news Just, and information You could do that too. Car stuff. You could go to Hooniverse.com because we uh, – like when you see a new post there, I don't know. That means something. Has I think changed. that whole internet thing is just a fad. Um, Greg Scantlebury, with rumors of a mid-engine Corvette looking promising and the Camaro's continuous improvement, promising. There's spy photos of it. Do you think the C8 vet will move up market to compete with the R8, NSX, etc.? With the old Corvette's market be replaced by the Camaro? I no. don't think they can get rid of that fan base. Like, and I don't think they want to. They either. sell way too many. Corvettes. I think they would just attract more people to the brand which would actually be a very like the c7 i think helped them reach a younger demo um than they would normally see it wasn't just hawaiian shirts anymore it was you know we like the corvette right there you go yeah yeah um so no i don't think it would go up market i mean it'll get more expensive it could well, I don't think it the, necessarily... grand, the Grand Sport that I drove today was ninety two thousand dollars. Yeah, but that was fully, fully loaded. Yeah, sixty five. It starts at. Right. But if you're thinking it's going to be okay, it's using an aluminum. It'll probably lose. Yours had carbon aluminum. ceramic brakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. That's what knocked twelve off the price. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Boom. But but you're, now we're okay. back to normal. <laughs> aluminum chassis, mid-engine Corvette. Well, aluminum carbons. is a brand new technology. Yeah, no aluminum. one has used that until right. mid-engine Corvette. Um, they're going to use a modified C7 frame, of course. Most likely, it'll it'll move, I bet it'll move, the base will probably move up in accordance with inflation. But they're look they, at the Z06 and tack on another twenty to thirty grand. Not for the base. What? Not for the oh base. come on! No, no way. They, then 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 they would get rid of their market. There's no chance. That no, no, no 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 not all of the Corvettes. Oh. The mid engine Corvette. Oh okay. But so uh, look at for the mid engine Corvette. So look wait, wait, at the Z06 going... and add a couple. So wait, wait, add wait, twenty. Wait grand. wait wait. Aren't they going to if they do a mid engine Corvette though? Isn't that just going to be the Corvette? Uh uh-uh. Like there's going to be a Stingray. There's going to be a this. The, New. The, the, no. That's not what we have heard. Okay. We have heard that. You know, it will still have uh, a front rear and then the setup, and then like a the, mid-engine setup will, will be, be like the ZR one ish, right? because ah. I don't know. Right now, it's unclear if they're actually going to call it a Corvette or if they're going to call it like the Corvette Zora or you know some other name, or if it's going <laughs> to be called a Corvette at all. Right, but it will be a mid-engine Corvette. Interesting. Um, very interesting. William Zimmerman, if Hooniverse had a Forza Horizon 3 car pack, what would be in it? And no, the Wombat can't count. It'd be funny if it was one of the barn find cars. First of all, Zimmerman, um, you should change your last name. Anyway. Uh, it has to be factory cars. You could have the base diesel wagon and do a swap, though. That's a good point. Um, I mean, I'd have the F100 in there. Um, we would have uh, the Falcon. We'd have the Ford Falcon Ooh, in there. We'd yeah. have the Ranchero Lemons car in there. Um, we'd have Jason's Focus in there. Um, what else would we have? Oh, we'd have a bunch of Brad's Porsches because you can do Porsche and Forza now. He's got a million of them now. Um, so <laughs> He's got enough to choose from. We would definitely have the Brad Sport Boxster and then the 912 would be like the DLC, the extra DLC. Um, and then, yes, we would do have to do something for the wagon, but I like your idea of it being a swap car. That's kind of – I still think it would be funny to be a barn find though. Um, <laughs> Ryan May, now that the new Bronco is official, how many sites or publications do you think are already planning to replicate the OJ chase for the header shot? Separate Bronco question. For those of us, for those of us, the collected rugged fans, rugged Ridge fans have decided are too liberal for Wranglers. Do we at least get to have the Bronco or do we have to wait for GM to come out with something since they already seem to be trying to appeal to the tens of displaced TDI buyers? Um, Wait, you can't have a Wrangler if you're liberal? No, not according to that video. Uh, Um, So... I think a lot of people are going to do the OJ Chase thing. Uh, I I think Andrew Collins had a great post on Jalopnik today about the Bronco. That it's going to be a, a CUV. Not this cool-looking yeah. thing no. of these fake renderings. We've been yeah, it's going to be like a larger uh, edge. It'll be it's going to be Australian larger edge. Or it'll be like a Ranger with a, uh, a yeah. box. Which, that wouldn't that would be, be bad. But because everybody, they keep showing that rendering where it looks fucking badass. And there's no chance it's going to look like that. Isn't that a, wasn't that a concept rendering yes. from years ago? They probably just refresh it for the rendering. Yep. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Um, Andre Bogdan, as a foreigner, can I attend Skip Barber or any of the USA driving schools? I think While you're here? so. Well, yeah, uh, yeah but you, just, you need to have a driver's license. But you, can you have an international driver's license? I think so. Yeah, I think you can. Um, I mean, that. if you put in a quick call or email to them, that should be a quick answer yes. from them. I think so, though. Juan and Alfa Romeo 159. If you have money, yes. Sorry. Good. Oh, no, that was he was asking. I think the next question was, uh, I don't know what it was. It was about an Alfa Romeo, but we never see those 159 podcast tech question why is your cast so much lower volume than tst it's hard to hear even sometimes in my car with the volume all the way up please help i don't know but we'll start cranking it 
Okay. I Soldier know. Boy. <laughs> One, oh. good song. Two, sometimes people aren't as close to the microphone as we are on TST. Three, people on TST tend to be louder, so we all have to be louder. Four, people are off microphone a lot on this podcast. There you go. We there you just go. pretend we're James Lipton from like the rest of the podcast. Yes. Uh, Zach, how was your uh, See right now someone's screaming in the car like this is why they're part. That's because later on you're going to have to crank John's audio for right. most of the show except for right now. Uh, have you, right now. Cars and Cactus, Break have you ever <laughs> Have you ever plowed off the edge of the pavement a little when exiting a corner in a car with heavy understeer in the canyons? I oh. swear to god that's a question. You shouldn't uh, listen to right before this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You really shouldn't be doing that because putting a wheel off can be dangerous and coming back on can be dangerous. It's yeah. super dangerous. But thankfully it was it was years ago. So <laughs> no, really, it really was years ago. Stephen Lilly, yeah. best driver's vehicle that is all-wheel drive and has at least a 5,000 pound tow rating. I live in Michigan and tow a side-by-side Range Rover SVR. Closed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he just said it. That's said the, I mean, if you can afford it, you said best. That's what it is. Uh, or, I mean, the Jeep, too, would work. Bentega. Bentega, yeah. Although uh, we broke, too. Christopher Gatsky. It should be Gatsby. Hi, Jeff, and maybe Chris, and maybe Zach, and maybe Guest. If you could anthropomorph... How do you pronounce this? Anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. Thank you. I know. I, I couldn't say it. Or reverse each other into a car. What would you choose and why? So now the questions are getting That's interesting. Uh, Come on, Patreon. Step it up. This is a fun one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is like really like weird question. <laughs> you know what you are? Jonathan would be the Draken spider. Just like he wants to go insane all the time. But like with, with not, with, without the full cork, the uncorked exhaust, you'd have a little bit of exhaust because sometimes you are a little quiet. Yeah. So <laughs> he'd be the Draken spider with mufflers. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Car. I like that. That'd be fantastic. I'm good. Yeah, that's not. I mean, that's not an insult. That's like, um, maybe I should have done an insult. Uh, I don't know. I, I. This is a really weird question. This is like a tough. This is a tough question. Uh, I feel like Jeff. Well, you know what? You. I think you'd be. It's a. Uh, it's a car <laughs> Matt loves. It's the Aston Vantage, the one that looked like the Mustang too. Oh, I love that car. The V8 oh, Vantage from the seventies. Like, it's classy because yeah. you like classy stuff, yeah. but you like old muscle stuff. Yeah. You know. I like that answer. I actually love that car. So I like that. Um, and that navy blue they used to do. Did you ever see that? No. Because oh, I, I honestly yeah. don't like the design of that car that much. That V8 Vantage in that <laughs> navy see, I'd blue. Almost, I'd almost say you bought the car that could be you because, like, this car can no, be a no, whole no, lot no. of fun. He, he likes more dirt stuff. He'd be So he'd be a what? Trophy like, truck. He'd be Bill no. Caswell's Baja If I had pig. money, I'd have a trophy truck I'd drive all the time. Uh, STI? I had one of those without too. The vaping. And that, yeah. That car, yeah, without the vaping. Yeah, I do like that car a lot. I could see STI, the Colorado like Roots. The thing. Yeah. yeah. The M3 is too. I, I, I'm talking about my own well, personality. It's your asshole. LA now. It's your LA now. Oh, see, that's what, that's the, mm. that is the problem with that car. <laughs> I keep hearing in my brain. Yeah, but Clarkson bro, it's D46. We it's don't drive by cocks. I'm like, Fuck. Do you have one of the, the Jawbone uh, Bluetooth no, mics? I, not right. for like 10 years. Right. I had one when you had to have one, but, you know. All right. Blake Swan, can Infinity compete given it was known as the reliable BMW and are now the unreliable MB cast off with no belief in manuals or limited slip differentials? Um, it's going to be tough. I think the Q60 will help get some eyeballs back in their direction. Um, the, the, the QX... You know what's really great? The QX30 because it's a Mercedes. Uh, yeah, it is a Mercedes. Um, the uh, the um, Ross, Ross Ballot. <laughs> 
FRS BRZ GT86 with a Cayman S. He loves doing the, the engine swap questions with a Cayman S motor or a Cayman S with an FRS BRZ GT86. I mean, obviously the first one. Yeah, yeah. First God, one. That'd be no great. question. That'd be fan effing tastic. Nick Taylor, are they ever going to come out with the new all-wheel drive Mazda Speed Three? I mean, who knows? Who knows? Now um, I feel like the, that market always seems so small. Right and now, Focus just kind of crept in when Evo left, and they're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. can I hang out with you guys?" And like, right. the room is full. And I mean, Mazda needs to just start focus on selling their existing cars. Mm-hmm. Um, Buddy Daniels, good. they're not doing that great. How is glamping? Do you like real camping? I personally love road tripping and camping, and always try and combine them. Favorite road trip memories? Uh, glamping. We went over this. I do like camping. Uh, it's fun. I love road tripping. My favorite road trip memory was probably driving that Datsun coast to coast with my brother a few years back. Uh, I'm whipping through these because we're going way late. Mm-hmm. Cars and Cactus, $45,000 challenge. Camaro V6 1LE or Focus RS, nearly the same lap time at VIR. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I'd have to go with the Focus just because I can't. I couldn't drive a Camaro. Um, couldn't drive a V6 Camaro. Um, yeah. I mean, even though it's, you know, 300, whatever horsepower. Yeah. I would get the focus RS. Um, another question from cars and cactus. If my all wheel drive crossover has open diffs, will the traction control make up for that off road? Um, no, I've had experience with that. And, uh, cause you, what I've experienced with open diffs is there's usually two wheels that get primary power and it's like, like Subaru's, I think was front left, right, right rear. And if you're, if we were losing traction and I think we'd like the right front wheel was off the ground. And the left front wheel is slipping, and the whole thing would just go, uh, and just let go. So it's like huh. it doesn't have enough grip over here to send power. That one doesn't have enough grip. And it just it cuts it because traction control is telling it, oh, we need to cut some. Like you let off the gas if you're, if you're getting wheel spin, and you're kinda, you, it just kind of screws you. Momentum well, there is your you go. friend. There you go. There's your answer. Cars and Cactus, should I replace the bushings or on the rear semi-trailing arms of my 78 911 SC for better toe alignment? I mean, I'd assume so. Yes. Um, this is a question we might not have enough time for. What's your ideal 10-car garage, unlimited budget? I mean, that's, that's 10 cars each. That's that's a very long... That's a long I'll, long I'll tell you one of my ideal cars with an unlimited... I'll tell you one of my ideal cars with an unlimited budget is the one I always say is Dom's Charger, his, his Pro 2 Charger from Fast 7. Yes. The one where they drop out of the plane. Mm. So it's, it's Ooh, basically yes. his Pro 2. Yes, yes. See, the Pro 2, or Pro, I would assume Pro 2 charger i would want it to be pro too um so if you had to pick your favorite car to headline your 10 car garage with no budget koenigsegg one one there you go Very that's a great answer. answer uh unicorn oh that's Ooh, a good answer too. that's a good answer um koenigsegg one to one is a good one uh predictions for fd this weekend um i stopped paying attention halfway through because i had too much other shit going on question by was from josh ostrander by the way um i don't know who's in the lead right now i have no clue I'm um, in the same boat as you. I got too busy. I just when I saw the first couple events and Von Gittin was doing what he was doing, I was like, he's going to win the championship. And and I felt like Forsberg. It took him a couple of events to get caught to get back on podium, which I was actually really surprised by. Right. Matt Field did pretty machine. good. Yeah. He did pretty good. Uh, I think I think Von Gittin's going to take it. Just just because I'm curious, I'm going to look up the standings. Yeah, just because yeah, I, I, I want to know. Wrong. Um, I don't my know information's what, based on. I don't know if Von's ago. in the lead. Yeah, I don't know. He came out hard, and that's when I stopped watching because I just got too busy. Uh, Wait, is this the whole season or is this everything? Oh, it's Forsberg's in the lead. Hmm. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. Forsberg's in the lead. Looks like he had a. Yeah, he's been. He is 
so good. And he's been he's been on like, fire the last few. He just puts it. Uh, I mean, they exactly the where he needs to. 20, yeah, yeah tw- I was making sure this wasn't like 2015 or something. This is 2016 pro standings: Forsberg, Osbo, and Gittin. Uh Field is in fifth. Gushi's in sixth. Die Forest. Um, Ryan Turk's down in twelfth. SS thirteenth. I'm just trying. Oh, Chelsea's in fifteenth. Even though he had that great opener looks like he hasn't he's like the rudy of the year you know? yeah he won that event which is fucking awesome his instructional videos are really good if you need if drifting instruction look, yeah his videos on youtube are sick. Yeah. awesome so i mean Spent forsberg forsberg is the force for a reason so um i i wouldn't be surprised if he takes it <clears throat> chris bleach can you live commentate the vice presidential debate please absolutely we don't know things <laughs> no. are happening we keep politics out of this um i watched it for like five seconds before i left to come up here and i mean they were sniping at each other as, as much as you'd expect so uh jake uh jake Elwood, since zach's p71 is on craigslist does that mean his m3 search is over yes yes it does <laughs> as you all found out so that's good you circled back i know um do you answer every question? I'm just asking, like, do you answer when someone asks, you know, if there's 20 questions on Facebook, do you go through I all try of them? to, cool. except that one time we came back to them because there was just, we were going so many. long. All right, cool. That's why I was trying to rip, whip through those. I'm just trying to hold um, it up. There was one once where someone, like, was making fun of Chris, so I skipped that one because I thought it was unfair. <laughs> you read the first one. For like, I know. That's why like I didn't. A 15-minute. <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't read the second one because I felt like a dick. Because, um, like, I am in the a position where I expect to be made fun of on the internet. I know. Chris doesn't need to deal with that shit. Um, so, uh, so I skip, I'm going to read this I question. This is a fun one. How come with the proximity of CVS and Walgreens to so many places that sell razor blades, how, how come Jeff is still alive? I, that's like, that was like the nature of the Chris. It was a, it was a bad one. Going. It was just like, it was a bad one. Um, but, uh, oh, shout out patreon.com slash universe podcast. We've got a few more in there. Uh, I have most of the t-shirts and stickers and stuff sent out. There's uh, like one or two more people waiting on t-shirts that I'm going to order. And then there's a few fresh faces that are going to get some stickers. So stand by. Those are going out shortly. Uh, everybody else should have your stuff. Uh, if you don't obviously hit me up, let me know. Um, and we'll see what we can do to fix that for you. Um, so yeah, patreon.com slash universe podcast. Uh, Jonathan, tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, go read my stuff at automobilemag.com. Uh, we got a bunch of cool stuff going up, including a video, hopefully very soon, of me taking my dad into the canyons in a GT350 and making him puke. There we go. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, clap, clap man. Clap Zachman. That's where you can find me. Find me on uh, Twitter at Zach Clapman, Z A C K K L A P M A N. Um, Clack Zapman. Subscribe to the Smoking Tire if you haven't already. YouTube, Twitter, all those things. Uh, I am on Twitter at Jay Glucker and at the Hooniverse. Uh, Instagram, uh, Hooniverse Jeff, and also we have the Real Hooniverse. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. Make sure you like that. Go to our aforementioned Patreon. Blah blah blah. Go to Hooniverse.com to get updates on those project cars and then just read random cool news stories and Craigslist finds and all that stuff. And then if you feel like it, go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. And uh, yeah, and then give shout out and Jenna try if you want one of your own. That's 172. We'll see you next week. <laughs>